0: What is up ladies and gentlemen and thank you thank you so much for tuning in to episode 2. You know, I I was looking at that opening and the op- right at the beginning you see me chewing I had blown out the palm of my hand and I ripped off the skin and ate it anyway. So uh, one day I'll show you the original footage. But I'm back here. It is my honor to be back for episode two with Miss Amy Chorky. Amy, thank you once again for uh, taking the time to visit with us here at the NRM Studios. In the in episode one, if if you got to go back and watch it, we we got growing up a little bit when she started drinking, how she stopped, how college was you have to go back and check it out but we are gonna uh, i guess fast forward a little bit because following college um you know you ended up getting married and really jumping around the country so i'd like to start right there so what what how did that happen okay
1: so i got sober in 2000 uh in 2003 moved uh to florida for a year then did Tennessee for three and a half. Then did New Mexico for a year and a half. Then did Maui for five, and then a year and a half in L.A.
0: When I, you were in Mexico, New Mexico, did you get to go to Area 51? I didn't. Uh, no. I, just a random question. Cause <laughs> I, I was just wondering. But anyway, so you I mo- have signs. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you, that's a cool place. Maybe we'll have to do another show about that. But, um so, you're jumping around, right. and, uh you know, your ex-husband was working for NASA?
1: Yeah, he worked either for cyclotrons or telescopes, so wherever the jobs went, he went, and I went. I could do waitressing jobs or, you know, working in art galleries, wherever, so. Yeah. You know, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't doing my thing. I was following somebody, and it got to the point that I knew I wanted a divorce, and, um always had that ultimatum if you ever drank again i'm out of here
0: he gave you that ultimatum back
1: when i quit in 2000 i got the ultimatum took many ultimatums but i finally took it serious in 2000 and uh and kind of found that that way out i didn't know how to deal with i so i wasn't sober i didn't drink for those 13 years i didn't go to meetings I didn't have a sponsor. I didn't talk about sobriety. I just didn't drink. So I didn't deal with emotions, why I was drinking, what happened, any of that stuff. So finally, um, I knew I wanted out. I started drinking. So I didn't have to deal with anything. So I could end it in a ridiculous way. So I could just throw everything away. Like what you do. You, you know, you have, you, you just, I didn't, I didn't give a shit. I was just like, I hated myself. I didn't know what to do. I wanted to move home and this is how I'm doing it. So I just started getting wasted, packed up into a pod, literally. Packed up to a pod, put a car on a trailer, and uh, flew home.
0: And what year is this?
1: 2015.
0: Okay, because um, we we talked. Uh, my uh, I did a show from my couch prior to the drop in called Underground Valley, and it was a podcast. And you were on the show then. You were living in Hawaii. Yeah. Because um, we had talked about uh, what's his face. Tim Armstrong had come in the art gallery. You were working, and I was like, Can you get him on the show? And you're like, Yeah, we don't we, we don't, don't talk touch to the, the, yeah. Yeah, exactly. we don't talk to the celebrities. But you were out in Maui at that time.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and uh so you end up moving to LA.
1: Yeah. Started uh, drinking.
0: Wow. Like in it, that town of all places.
1: Like Yeah, I I was it was a huge town, you know. It, it was so easy to start drinking anonymously in your own home when you're working opposite shifts. Mm-hmm. That was that was a gold mine, you mm-hmm. know. Mhm. So somebody works midnights, gets home, I get to get out and start drinking. It was perfect. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then just uh ended it in a shitty way, Moved back home. Um it just turned into mayhem.
0: It never stopped between uh, LA and coming back home. No. Drunk on the plane. Really?
1: Oh, yeah. I I felt like I was free. I can drink how I want now. I don't have to worry about it. You know, I didn't have to deal with the whole ultimatum you're going to lose everything anymore. I, you know, stubborn. I was com- just an asshole, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, got a, got my old job back at Polish Village Cafe. Worked there from 93 to 98. Went back in 15. Worked there 15 to end of 17. Okay.
0: And I have to ask, because I opened the show with you, one of the, the most amazing artists I've ever seen. Throughout all of this, mm-hmm. are you producing artwork? Yes. You are painting? Yep. Okay. I just, uh, I, I was just it, I have to,
1: like, if I don't create, like, I'll have dry spells, and it's a real downtime. Like, it's just, like, I have to produce paint something, nail something together, take a picture, you know, like, I, I gotta do something. So I always still, um, always produce. But I knew when I heard from other people, you're not doing anything, you know, it started to make me think, you know, you don't even
0: paint anymore, uh,
1: you know, when I hear that, you know. Or I want my Amy back, you know. I was like, oh, sh-. When you hear those kinds of things, you're like, okay. You yeah.
0: know. And then when you, were your parents aware of what was going on?
1: I don't, uh, they did, and uh, finally, I reached out uh, to go to rehab in uh, at Maple Grove in sixteen, and I called them to pick me up. So that's kind of where they they found out that I have started drinking again. It is a problem again. Um, I got out of rehab, and not even nine months later, probably six months later. By the, I went in August of sixteen. I got out and started drinking probably the winter. I remember going to a hockey game. And Steve, my boyfriend, opened up my glove box, and there was a half pint in there. And I was like, fuck, I forgot about that one. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I
0: remember a couple times like where I would be sober for a few weeks, and I hit the brakes in my car, and a half pint would slide out out, from underneath the seat. The
1: springs underneath an old seat. I would, you know, I had a, a tracker for a while, and the springs were real low. I can, you know... I remember going from an Absolute Bottle, because they were round. I couldn't fit them into spaces anymore. I went to Smirnoff, because it was thin, mm-hmm. and you could fit into a bag, yeah. you know, or you could fit it two in a bag, or three, you know. Just this, how, creative minds, you know, yes. how to squeeze any little extra of liquor in there.
0: Yeah. And, you know, when we get to a point, and I know you were posting, you posted a picture up today to promote the show, and... We can't hide it anymore. As much as we hide it, like I would uh, write when I was getting really bad, I still was working, and uh, I'd make up the dumbest excuses why I woke up late. But you could smell it—that mm-hmm. I just, you know, probably down to half pint at five a.m. and I was showing up to work at seven a.m. in in vodka. You could smell it probably when I got off yeah, the freeway. Yeah, it's a real.
1: You think is you know? It's a I joke. got
0: these guys fleeced, and and with yeah. you, you know, you're tiny little person and and it was affecting you physically big time uh, where where it was uh, pretty obvious something was going on Mm -hmm. um uh, did anybody ever say anything
1: uh steve my boyfriend constantly
0: and he's been sober for a minute right
1: uh he's got gosh he's an ex-heroin addict yeah so he hit 21 years like a couple years ago so he's good 23
0: yeah might have to get him in studio at some point. That you know, and I
1: didn't know him then, so that's a whole.
0: I can't even imagine because he's a pretty gruff. Uh, I I he would I, tell
1: it like it is. Yeah, I mean, he would. Yeah. I'd like to hear that show.
0: Yeah, that that might be an interesting one. But um, so you get back home, mm-hmm. you know, you're still it's progressing. Yeah, it's progressing. How long? Well, let me backtrack a little sure. bit because things are happening. You know, you stayed sober for a short period of time out of rehab. Um, mm-hmm. Where it gets to the winter, you pick up again at a hockey game or, or wherever it happens. Um, what was there? Was it Steve? Was it death? Was what? Was that final thing that made you go? I have to often okay. get I, I have to stop or I'm not going to be. That, there that's
1: a definitely that's a day. The day it happened, it was a, it was a total meltdown. Um, constantly getting you know the you get out of the house, I can't take it anymore, you know, just all those things coming at me and um, I wanted better. And gosh, I'm gonna cry now. That's why I brought my <laughs> so tissues. <God. laughs> so I was—I, I only threw up when I didn't drink. So you know, I started drinking. Um, when I threw up, I oh, it's bad yogurt. You know, I ate some bad yogurt. That was my excuse that day. And I was determined to kill myself. Um, hotel room knew where it was. Um, I just wanted to drink myself to death. You know, I fucked up at work. I kept getting busted. Having him pick me up from work. couldn't even drive home from work that's shitty that's shitty to do to somebody one man car accidents one after another you know i could blow a sidewall out on a tire like nobody um and uh had a bad day had a spin out bottom i started tearing everything off the walls because i was leaving tearing off all my stuff off the walls And then he had to hold me down. And I fought like a spider monkey. I remember the fight. I don't remember how it ended. But he must have held me down. Because I was determined to leave and drink until I never woke up again. And that's easy to do. Because when you black out so much, it's one of those days. It's just going to be the final one.
0: And you weigh like a... Freaking ninety pounds, all yeah. wet.
1: but you know, drinking—I was up to like one hundred and thirty-four. So it was just pretty bad liquor weight. You know, it was mm-hmm. little, I called it my liquor gut. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't a beer belly; it was a liquor gut. It was like you could hold it. Um, that day, you know, I had a, I just broke down, and I was determined to to leave the universe. And um, I don't know what happened. I woke up the next day and made the call. I was like, I got to do this again. I can't. I can't do this. I'm hurting everybody around me. I can't keep a job. My car, the prized possession, you know, guitar and a car. I was ruining one of them, you know. And I got just sick of chasing it. Sick. I ran out of places to go buy it, you know. Going to different party stores two half pints at a time. You know, it's, I didn't, I, I looked in the mirror and took a final selfie.
0: I remember with the fedora on. Yep. Yep. I, I took
1: that picture and I was like, "This is it, man." And um, went to rehab. Both times I went to rehab, I ended up in the hospital because I couldn't take my own medicine. I was so shaky, so I had the shakes real bad, and they they took me to the hospital, and then they um, brought me back to rehab and did eleven days and eleven eleven seventeen was my last drink. A thousand six days. <laughs> That's so uh, so awesome. I made it you know yeah, it's there every day stares you in the face I live probably I live five doors down from the liquor store I drank from you know so it's there same guys still sell me my uh, energy drink now Mm. they used to sell me my liquor had to switch up the whole deal went to exercising Uh, got my jam back because I was always into athletics you know I always played a sport Uh, boyfriend gave me a GT bike been riding the bike like a Mueller.
0: And roller skating.
1: Roller skating, yeah. Andrea Johns and her roller rink down at the Lexus Velodrome, man. That's a riot. But, you know, this whole COVID thing just put just a, like, all the meetings I used to go to, you know, I don't get to go to those. And the ones online aren't the same. Right. You know, they're just impersonal, and you can't hug each other. And, you know, that's part of it, being together in the same room and, you know, giving mm-hmm. each other something to cry into. Yeah um my sponsor i got a sponsor laura rock you know it, I, she worked with me at polish village and she saved my life there a couple of times um i can't even believe how much drinking i did on the job it's just, you know, in the restaurant biz, the bar biz, it can, you can slide it underneath the radar, especially if there's dark lighting or everybody's kind of tipsy anyway. You're just mm-hmm. playing along with everybody else. Right. I didn't understand how I could wait on somebody that was drinking and having a party if I wasn't drinking too. Mm-hmm. I had to be in the same wavelength. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I thought.
0: So how have, um, you know, the last four months, uh, yeah. I know that for me a lot of my sobriety is is talking with you talking with friends helping and it, yep. it's not always like the person who's on the edge of the cliff calling me it's just mutual friends you know and having a conversation and with uh, you know overdose they're up 43 percent. I couldn't find a number about relapse. That's the number I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, I
1: to my little buddies relapsed during COVID.
0: Yeah, because there's nothing. Human contact is taken away. You're you're at home. A lot isolation. of isolation. A lot of people have more money than they're used to having. Um, some people have no money and they feel like there is no hope. It is such a tough time, and that's why I thought it was important to do a month of shows about recovery. Um, how has the last uh, four months? What 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 are some little things you've been doing outside of, you know, having a very strong uh, boyfriend with you uh, to to not go back out?
1: I'd not go back out? I get up every day. I get up early. Um, I love getting up now. I used to get up, drink, all the way up to work, but it was just a get, get up, drink, work, pass out. It was just like a cycle. I get up every day and I'm excited to get up. It's hard not to sleep. I can't sleep in anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So... um Got a little sweet dog. Gotta let the dog out. <laughs> What's your dog's walk. name? Etta James Brown. Yeah, <laughs> she's a little. She's oh, she's such a doll, sweetie. She sold Steve's heart. He was a cat man, so yeah, she's great to get out. Makes every day worthwhile. Paint. I did so many paintings during COVID. Um, it's still going on, and I'm still painting, so it's not stopping me.
0: Yeah, it's um, producing.
1: It's, Exercise, getting out and getting. I had to go from the gym to taking my exercise out, outside, so I started jogging riding the bike. Because I was a gym rat three times a week, so I was just like, now what? I can't, I'm already on this wheel. I'm, you know, I'm a total addict from one to the other, you know. I mean, now I'm all into exercise, what am I going to do, you know. I started jogging.
0: And routine is an important part Structure Yeah, structure is huge Huge in sobriety Plans
1: Yep Having a goal Because before, don't set a goal Because you're not going to meet it So don't let yourself down Don't make one
0: Right, right, and with the you know what has happened uh, throughout the last four months, it has changed everybody's routine. Everybody's routine. I was uh, a YMCA guy, you know. I had my gym, and and I love riding my bike as well. And so I created like this little uh, workout thing along my bike route. But in the winter, that changes, and and we're coming into the winter months oh, now, which are difficult for any everybody. And then if you have an addictive personality, it, it, it makes it even more. You mm-hmm. know, I, like, triple up on my vitamin D, and I, I try to figure it out. I still play my drums. Um, have you been playing uh, music at all?
1: At all? Maybe once a month.
0: That's cool. I,
1: I got a bass baritone uke. A what? Bass baritone ukulele. Oh, cool. So uh, it's a hollow-bodied. It's got rubber strings. I hook it up to an amp in my pedals.
0: No way. Yeah.
1: So it sounds like a huge bass, but it's this little... I got that for Christmas a couple years ago. So that's just easy to pull out. And I got my little silver tone amp and my three pedals on top. But Cool. But I'll just pull it. If I get the mood, it's just sitting right there at the end of the stairs. I don't know why I don't do it more. Yeah. I'll see how the dog reacts.
0: Yeah. Yep. Maybe yep. I'll
1: have to pull out my uh, cold sweat. Yeah. Play there. some James Brown for.
0: There you go. There you go. You know, <laughs> we're sitting here with Amy Chorky. And, and you know, you guys, um, uh, you you can't get this kind of authenticity this kind of content just anywhere in in this episode of the drop-in is special for me i don't know you can tell i got emotional amy got emotional uh when you can overcome something that is insurmountable you know i used to uh offer up this quote to people just to give them a little glimpse you know and i don't remember the exact numbers because it's been a few years since i've used it but it was like you know uh, to be an arena rock star you have about a 7% chance or 6% chance. To be a professional athlete, you have about a, you know, a 7, 6% chance. To beat alcoholism, we have like less than 5%. And you're looking at two people who, who at least for the time being, are doing pretty okay at, at, at succeeding in keeping a, a level head, a, a sober mind for today. That is a pretty incredible statistic in in and, and when when people look at it like that um one of the things that that I have really been trying to to i don't know if argue is the right term, but the stigma mm-hmm. of of oh you're an addict or you're an alcoholic uh when people find out that I'm a recovered alcoholic, they're like what you mm-hmm. you know uh yeah me you know there is no stigma when, when when I find out people are in recovery that's it, it, in anything that's the first person I want to hire in my effing business because they have succeeded in things that 99 you know or excuse me 98% 97% can't succeed you're one of that small percentage <laughs> that are succeeding today yeah you know I, I always tell people I might pick up tomorrow <laughs> but right now, I'm not going to do that.
1: My thinking used to be, what will it take? Somebody's death? What will I get to do to make me have that drink again? And it was divorce, and now I don't think that way anymore. There's, I don't want to have that drink again, you know? It's just, it'll kill me. One more, and, I mean, there's no more Amy. One more drink.
0: I agree 110% for you and for me. Um, I have mentioned uh, close friends of mine. If you ever see me with a vodka bottle, that means I've made the decision. Something has happened in my life that I don't want to be here anymore. And I know that in my heart, that if I ever pick up again, I will be dead. Absolutely. No question. And, and for you to say that, uh, you feel the same way. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're... <laughs> I don't want to You know, it's just cool to be able to sit here. And our stories are so similar so similar from the uh gap the the 13 years for you and about 11 years for me and i wasn't going to meetings or anything like that but i would just wasn't drinking mm-hmm. same when you were saying it i'm like am i listening to myself yeah. like it was it, 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 that's
1: what's great about sobriety is finding those people that you can relate to helping others the unity of it the unity of just saying look i i i'm an addict you know, it's okay to say that, you know. A lot of people can't say that. It takes a strong person to be, you know, up, coming with it. And, mm-hmm. you know, those people are uh, knockout people. The, mm-hmm. the ones that have the balls to say, look, man, I'm an addict too. You
0: and know? it it's helped me, I'll tell you, the biggest turning point for me, sobriety. I spent most of my life really not liking myself, and so I w- had to be very successful at everything else because I needed everybody else to tell me how cool I was. And when I... uh started getting a few days a few weeks a few months in a sobriety i fell in love with myself and not in a weird sick twisted kind of way in a very healthy way that i i love who i am today i don't i don't i don't know what what anybody else thinks but i'm okay with who i am and i had never felt like that in in the first 43 and some odd years of my life and and it has been the single most important thing of my sobriety is falling back in love and being okay with who i am today um
1: yeah self-love was not even my vocabulary yeah i didn't even know what self-love was i'm like that doesn't you know you gotta love yourself before you can love anyone else you know no and then it, well yeah you know it takes a bottom to realize you got to find that love in yourself first you know yeah because I could make everybody else happy. I was the clown. I had a smile on my face, but inside I was hurting,
0: you know. Yeah, and today, today we get to see Today sit it's here. a real smile. Yeah. <laughs> authenticity is so rad. It's so rad to be able to be honest and be open and 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 be okay with that. And it doesn't I don't give a shit what the person next to me thinks. I can talk to them about that. Whatever it is, you know, and it's okay. But we have like three minutes left already. This show flies freaking by. We're going to have to do another one. Maybe in the, you know, as uh, we get into the winter months, um, maybe you could come back and visit and we could talk a little more because there's somebody out there in our audience today that needed to see this, that needed to hear this today, to see me get choked up, to see Amy get a little emotional talking about how uh, really, I don't want to say cheated death, but overcame overcame death um you know i talked about your paintings i talked about your artwork if if folks want to see um the amazing work you do what is the easiest way for easiest them The easiest way
1: that? for straight up art is to find me on instagram okay amy chorky a-i-m-e-e-c-h-o-r-k-e-y
0: And I'll put some links uh, because following this show, probably tomorrow, um, I will have a link to this show, uh, to episode one, episode two, uh, links to AIM's stuff because it's it's truly amazing. These little canvases she did I thought were brilliant at one point. Like I thought that was cool. But um, I I just can't thank you enough for being here. You know, it's –
1: You got a gift yourself.
0: Yes, I did. You guys want to see it? I was uh, keeping it to myself.
1: I like working with a, a texture so you can feel the painting and mess around with it so I don't make them too dainty. So this is a – I did this in 13 when I was on Maui. I figured that was kind of uh, fitting from your last show.
0: Oh, look how rad that is. That's an abstract. Love it. Thank you so You're much. Welcome. So much. Check her out. Amy Chorky on Instagram. Um and some of her you know, on Facebook as well, some of your posts are, are thought-provoking. Some are uh, lashing out sometimes. <laughs> some are, uh, you know, you can get a glimpse of who you are as a person. But I think uh, sobriety is, is a gift we've both been given. Absolutely. To be able to be here another don't day. Don't
1: take it for granted. I do not take it for granted.
0: And that'll make me cry because I don't. I don't at all. And, and You can't and just uh
1: you know that's a bad sign is when you start taking things for granted yeah so
0: thank you again okay. aim you, you'll be back Bye. i guarantee Bye. it Bye, guys. thank you guys uh, amazing amazing show i i come in with no expectations and 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 chorky knocked it out of the park. And so um, I want to thank you, Aim. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, if you need a hand with anything, if you can relate to this, if you just want to talk, drop me a line, drop Amy a line. Uh, I'll post up links, and uh, together, together, we can get uh, over anything. So thank you so much. Yes. Um, Aim, you're awesome. Thank you. Uh, well, anyway, thank you guys. I am Gerald Valley. These are the NRM studios. I'm glad to be back, and this is the drop in.